Bourbon and Beyond and Louder Than Life booked some big names this year, like Pearl Jam, St. Vincent, and Red Hot Chili Peppers. But WFPL's arts and culture reporter Stephanie Wolf has more about another festival, one that never happened, that ultimately brought much of Louisville's heavy music scene together. Bands mosh in the pit of Portal, a venue in Northwest Louisville. Local band Wake Up in Tsunami tears through their set on stage. Vocalist Braden Wessel is feeling the vibe. It makes you feel loved. It makes you remember how awesome your scene is and how awesome the scene in Louisville is. Heavy music has a long, robust presence here. Some artists have made it big, like Knocked Loose. Others are still grinding at the local level, building a steadfast following. I would like to say we're one of the closest as a community. Everyone's friend here. We're like one step away from having a community garden. Wessel is playing at Dropout Fest. This isn't the gig he originally had on his calendar. It's actually the result of bands rallying together after another festival was canceled. Kentucky Irate Fest was slated for late August in Louisville. The lineup featured some big acts, like Norma Jean and Slaughter to Prevail. Louisville bands saw it as an opportunity to showcase the city's talent. But about two weeks before Irate Fest was set to open, local bands started dropping out. Here's what we know about what went down. Local musicians got aggressive messages from organizers about ticket sales. They expected each band to sell five tickets, a requirement some musicians say they weren't aware of or didn't have enough notice to fulfill. That might not sound like a big deal, but it's a tough ask if you're not a headliner. I'm like, nobody should be paying $60 to see Fox Bat Live. Like, that's just not, that's just not equatable. We're not worth that ticket. That's vocalist Clay Nevels with Louisville's Fox Bat. The situation spiraled from there. Fans shared messages they got from organizers on social media. Then one Irate Fest promoter posted a statement online, acknowledging he had been rude while also laying some of the blame on local artists. Musicians like Neville's says they felt disrespected and threatened. We don't need that kind of negativity around here. About a week before the festival, nearly half of the lineup had withdrawn. And it wasn't only because of the poor treatment. Some cited multiple rape and sexual assault allegations being discussed within the scene as their reason. Soon after, organizers pulled the plug. Joseph Borland was listed as the festival's founder. He didn't respond to requests for comment from WFPL News. One of the final posts on the Irate Fest Facebook page said local musicians were sabotaging the event, only hurting themselves. But people involved with Louisville heavy music say that doesn't make sense. So I know bands... When they get put on a festival, there's an excitement and a buzz around that. Jordan Haynes has been a music producer and engineer in Louisville for more than a decade. He says festivals and multi-act events can expose local artists to new audiences, and that's major. Sometimes it's going to be more than what would show up to any of our local shows. I mean, that's just like exponential potential for growth just in that one event. Haynes thinks show cancellations and stress during COVID push some heavy music artists to be more supportive of each other. Over the last month. He's been encouraged to see them, quote, knowing their worth. That's evident in a Facebook group started by a Louisville musician in August. It began as a space for people to share their complaints about the Irate Fest debacle. And it has since evolved. An admin changed the name to For the Scene, By the Scene. People post about new music, merch, and upcoming shows. In fact, it's how Dropout Fest happened. Here's Wake Up in Tsunami's Braden Wessel again. It really did make like a sense of community about all this with how it came together. He and others want to see more of that for the scene and by the scene energy going forward, both online and in real life. 
I'm Stephanie Wolf in Louisville. WFPL's John Boyle co-reported this story.